Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! We got state champions. We have finals previews times two. And we have a whole lot of laughs. Plus, the first Thursday, Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, excuse me, I'm already so excited for it. I'm not even going, but a lot of people will and uh, should be fun. Missoula Palaheads uh, at home in the midst of a homestand. They had the opener a couple nights ago, but I expect uh, tonight to probably be uh, pretty bumping at the park as well. Uh, so we'll get you to, through all of it. Uh, get things started off with some of the top storylines uh, in the NBA Finals. Th- By the way, thanks for tuning in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, don't think SWX still. I think the uh, NAI World Series is still on. Uh, but in case I pop up on there, maybe we will. I don't know. Regardless, uh, NBA Finals talk off the top. We're also going to be joined by record setter Logan Todorovic. She scored 35-plus points for the Helena High girls over the weekend to help lead the Helena High girls to their second straight Class AA state championship. In the process, Todorovic won several gold medals, including setting the all-class state record in the long jump. 19 feet, 4.5 inches. Goodness. So she'll tune in. Uh, she'll call in, excuse me, about uh, 4.15. Then Mike Anderson, Grizaki. Uh, and our go-to guy when it comes to talking Stanley Cup Finals, he'll join us. The, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs is almost uh, to its culmination. The uh, Stanley Cup Finals uh, underway. So um, we'll get the skinny on how we got here and uh, what do we expect uh, as the Vegas Golden Knights take on the Florida Panthers. That series starts on Saturday. So uh, And it'll run. The, the NHL playoffs has gone pretty darn fast. Um but the finals is going to run for several weeks. So um, Mike Anderson will help break it, break it all down. Also, the Big Sky has a couple of football games on ESPN2. Montana's going to play at Idaho, and Montana State's going to play at Sac State. Cool opportunities for everybody involved. Those are two huge matchups in the league. What do we think of where the matchups are? We'll discuss that in our Big Sky Spotlight. Hour number two, we also have Carol, the chicken doesn't know sports, swinging by. We also have uh, an update from the baseball field. Jeff Saffer will join us for our weekly Diamond Time, where we talk uh, all things baseball, Pioneer League baseball, Missoula Paddleheads, Major League baseball, high school baseball, college baseball, everything in between. So uh, we'll always be talking the in the second hour of Thursday's shows here for the rest of the summer, a little baseball. Uh, we, we hear you. You know, we, we get feedback from people all across the state, all across the city of Missoula. 
what do you want? You told us that you like hockey. You showed us that you like hockey. You know, our, our obviously the Grizz hockey games have been a huge draw. They basically sold out every game for two years in a row down there at the Glacier Ice Rink. So that has been huge. That's been fun. Uh, but, but the numbers are great when we broadcast those games as well. So uh, that let me know that there was some hockey fans here. So we added a little Stanley Cup finals, Stanley Cup playoffs analysis here uh, during this playoffs. It's been fun having Mike Anderson uh, in each week. And uh, we also hear you that you, want, you like baseball. You want some more baseball updates. So that's what we're going to do all summer long. Uh, second hour, we will uh, we'll have some diamond time. So there you go. It's the show outlook uh, here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us here on Thursday. You want to stream the show, you always can on the ESPN MT app as well as on the station website, 1029ESPN.com. And if you want to give us a call, uh, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. As I mentioned, the Paddleheads are in town. They are uh, underway. The season is going now. So we'll have the action for the Missoula Paddleheads uh, pretty much every night throughout the rest of the summer. Jeff Safford will be on the call. And uh, it's always always fun having minor league baseball on. I think Jeff, Jeff's just doing an exceptional job as the play-by-play guy down there. So um, we continue to... To try to give you the most local content as we can here on ESPN Radio. Andrew, remind me, do we have tickets for tonight's uh, Paddleheads game? We have two tickets. Great. So during Diamond Time, we'll give you those too. So more often than not, we'll have uh, we'll have some tickets for you to Paddleheads action as well. You're looking at me. I'm just saying we should do them right now so that Let's somebody can come pick them that's, up that's before right. the office hey, closes. Look at this, the producer. Let's do them right now. We'll talk Paddleheads baseball later, but let's do them right now. 406 888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call, call number two right now. Uh, we got a couple tickets for you to the first Thirsty Thursdays uh, down there at Ogren Park uh, at Allegiant Field. And uh, Missoula Paddleheads uh, underway against the Rocky Mountain Vibes, the third game of a three-game set. So call us right now, 888-1029. All of our NBA playoffs uh, discussions have been brought to us by Sportsbet Montana all uh, throughout the duration of the NBA playoffs. And uh, we are now beginning the NBA Finals tonight. Game one in Denver. Uh, tips at 6.30. And the uh, Nuggets, the top seed out of the uh, Western Conference, take on Miami, the eighth seed uh, out of the Eastern Conference. So uh, certainly not a matchup that I predicted. I, I made uh, futures bets on uh, five teams before the playoffs started, sprinkle a little money on five different contenders, put most of the money on the Bucks. That was awry early. Uh, but also had some money on the Lakers, had some money on the Warriors, had some money on the Nuggets, uh, and then had a little money on Milwaukee and Boston. So uh, I quickly readjusted that after the first round and made a futures bet on the Nuggets and put most of my futures money onto the Nuggets. And uh, here we are. So not surprised that Denver rolled through the West. I, like so many people, had been sleeping on Denver. You know, I I was buying into the narrative. I was buying the Kool-Aid that the... uh, you know, Jokic is just a regular season player, and, and they can't get it done in the playoffs, and that's why they've struggled in the playoffs, despite having the two-time reigning MVP headed into this season. Uh, but they completely righted that narrative. You could see it early on in the playoffs. You could just see... I, the best way you could describe them is, is, is how you describe their superstar. Nikola Jokic is a runaway freight train. He, he comes downhill with so much authority. He uh, is... One of the great decision makers I've ever seen on a basketball court, the fact that they can play him on the ball, uh, three-quarter court, basically, they play out of him, they play in the half court out of the high post, out of the low post a lot, and he's so good at passing when he's not dribbling. But he's the thing that makes him so unbelievably dangerous is when he snares the rebound and he ignites the fast break, and then he's coming downhill at you. And, and here you have arguably the greatest passing big man ever, and he's getting the lane filled by this just unbelievable uh, collection of wings. They just have so many pretty good guys. Like, I think Jamal Murray's a really good guy. I think Jamal Murray, you know, NBA 2K ratings like an 89 or maybe even a 90. He's playing like a 95 right now, maybe like a 96, because he's playing with a dude who's playing like a 99 in, in Jokic. And Jokic just makes everybody else better. But, you know, Michael Porter... 
He's like an 82 playing like an 88 right now. And if he's shooting the ball like that, goodness gracious, they're pretty tough to beat. And then they have so many other guys that are like high 70s that are playing in the mid 80s. And uh, that's what makes Denver so so tough to stop. So not surprised the Nuggets got to this point. The Heat, uh, while it is a complete shock and anybody that says that they had the Heat in the finals are lying to you, we sort of staked our claim arguing this Jimmy Butler legacy thing early on, you know, a couple weeks ago. And... Butler's done it. I mean, he he has really proven that having the dog inside of you, having the ability to rise to the occasion in the biggest games is still a very important factor. It really still can overwhelm pure talent. I mean, the Celtics have more talent than the Heat. But, you know, and it, it took seven games. But when the Heat won the games, the four games that the Heat won, I guess I'm saying, they just smacked Boston. And so Jimmy Butler's uh, toughness certainly... Uh, playing out. Congratulations to our Paddleheads ticket winner. Uh, Andrew, I have a couple questions for you about the uh, the NBA Finals. We'll come back to this a little bit, probably a little later on uh, as well. But nothing that I wrote on here. My first question is, which would be a bigger story uh, in terms of the winner of this NBA Finals? Because Denver, this is their first Finals they've ever been to. If they want to be their first championship ever, Miami's in the Finals for the sixth time under Eric Spolstra. Um, but they don't have a title ever without a surefire Hall of Famer, but maybe winning a title would, would make Jimmy Butler a surefire Hall of Famer. So, I mean, where are we at? Which would be a better story? I mean, if an eight seed wins the NBA Finals, that would be the best story in the NBA since uh, the emergence of the Warriors? Or, like, how far back? I mean, that's that would be insane. Some would argue that it would be bad for the league because it, it would just show that the regular season is largely irrelevant. I mean that's the whole argument against Jimmy Butler, right? Is he's not a playoff or he's not a regular season player whatsoever. You have to deal with him for the whole regular season to get playoff Jimmy. Yeah, but LeBron's been doing that for what? Like 4 years now. If <laughs> it's right, if it's right. not killing the league when no, the right. best the best <laughs> biggest star in the league is doing right. it. And Chris Paul's also one of probably the five or six biggest stars and he has also been doing that the I last mean, couple the of years. I mean, Kawhi Paul George Clippers have been doing that for, for forever. Sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I I just don't think that narrative really really kills the league, really hurts the league. It, it just in terms of this uh this hierarchy of superstar and like the the you know, the all-time rankings and things like that. It would be enormous for Jimmy Butler if he was to actually take an eight seed to the NBA title, and now he's got two finals appearances as the best player and a championship. I mean, that vaults him high. I mean, he's like into the rare air. He's like truly like a top 40 player of all time at that point, right? Absolutely, and that's the other thing. Everybody around the NBA would be too busy arguing about, like, how many spots did Jimmy Butler jump up the all-time list in three months to be talking about, like, whether the regular season doesn't mean anything anymore? Because, like, I don't know, man. There, You could have had him outside of the top 100 before this, and now, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the ceiling is if they win this series. It would be. That's the other thing is it would be interesting to see where they were. I mean, if you win the championship with this core, you obviously run it back. Conventional wisdom would say that they could be way better next year just because you're, you're eventually going to cut the dead weight. That or I shouldn't say the dead weight, but the sinking weight that is Kyle Lowry. Duncan Robinson can't really be worse than he was during the regular season. Someday you're either going to get a, a good version of Victor Oladipo or get rid, get rid of that contract. Tyler Hero's been out. So I don't, there's so many fascinating storylines to me. I know the NBA at large and casual NBA fans maybe don't love this matchup because there isn't LeBron James, there isn't Kawhi Leonard, there isn't Chris Paul, there isn't Giannis Antetokounmpo or Luka Doncic. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on in terms of the stars that could be in this that aren't John ja Morant, uh, but they're not. But I think from a pure basketball standpoint and from like what it means for the legacy of individuals and teams in this finals, I actually think it's very compelling finals. I agree with you, and I think a lot of the on-court matchups are going to be really fascinating, too, just in terms of uh, how the coaches are going to approach this series. We'll talk about this. You talked about it a lot, actually, with Austin Green yesterday, which was a great conversation. But I think it's just going to be sort of a, a fun sort of clash of styles For sure. to watch in terms of like the basketball happening on the court. 
That's what's going to be. You're right. The, the reason that the matchups in this series are fascinating is Nuan is now ESPN Radio, a couple minutes away from uh, our latest Treasure State's Best, where we highlight some of the best individual track and field performances from around the state of Montana. And how about an all-class state record? Logan Todorovic of Helena High set the all-class state record in the uh, long jump, 19 feet, 4.5 inches. Unbelievable. She's only a junior there at Helena High. And uh, the Bengals... Back-to-back state championships. They did this one in convincing fashion over the weekend uh, in Butte. So Logan will join us here uh, in just a few minutes. Um, But that's the thing that makes the individual matchups on the court so interesting is that the number one defensive matchup the Heat have got to figure out is who do they put on Jokic. They don't have anybody. Jokic just ran through Anthony Davis like he was a ragdoll, like he was invisible. And Anthony Davis is a better defender than Bam Adebayo. So where where do the Heat go when it starts? When it, you know to start guarding this this beast that is Nikola Jokic. It's the same thing on the other side though. the The Nuggets don't have anybody to guard Jimmy Butler either. They want to say it could be Michael Porter Jr. or Contavious Paul Pope, but I think Jimmy Butler has a definitive uh, matchup. Uh, advantage in this as well. So that's what makes this fun is I don't think there's an obvious answer for either team defensively when it comes to guarding the other team's best player. So uh, we'll see. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app, uh, efforting Logan Todorovic uh, of Helena High. Uh, The long jump is the news of the day there for Todorovic, uh, but she was... uh, an unbelievable performer. She and her younger sister, Madeline, uh, combined to score more than 70 points for the Helena High uh, girls track team at the Class AA state championship over the weekend. And uh, the, the versatility is what's so impressive, right? To, to be so outstanding in so many different disciplines and be able to score in so many different events with just the two athletes, it's, it's unbelievable. Todorovic, uh, she took uh, first place in the 100-meter hurdles. One of the first girls in Montana to go under 15 seconds. Um, 14.97 the official time for the gold medal. Also ran on the 4x100-meter relay, placed second in the high jump, and won the long jump. So a a lot of contributions there uh, for Todorovic. Logan Todorovic, who I believe now joins us uh, on the Rangich Brothers RV phone lines. And this is our Treasure State's Best. It's presented by Paul's Pancake Parlor. Paul's Pancake Parlor, one of the best breakfast spots anywhere in Montana and also a uh, fierce supporter of track athletes at all levels across the state of Montana. We go now to the Rangich Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in Logan Todorovic. He's a junior at uh, Helena High School. Recent multi-time state champion, both on the individual and team level, and the new all-class record holder uh, in the long jump. Logan, thanks so much for joining us. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. First of all, congratulations on all your success. Uh, just take us through it. I mean, what was the mindset of your team coming into this state meet? You guys are the defending champs. Several of your, your top performers had been there before, uh, but you guys really just blew this thing out of the water. Uh, it won the meet by almost 40 points. So uh, how were you guys able to have such a dominant effort? What were you thinking going into the meet? Um, I think we just have a really good team chemistry. I mean, all the girls on the team, we all work super hard, and I just think that we knew we were prepared and we knew we could do it. Certainly. And you can see the marks building going into the state meet as well. But you and, and your younger sister, Madeline, you guys both do so many different events. How do you get yourself ready for that? I mean, what is sort of the game plan when you know you're going to have to compete in four, five, six events uh, at such a high level? Um, I think the um, our coaches take part take care of like the physical part of it, but I think mentally I just have to know like I mean it's going to be hard, but I think that in the end again it's worth it with the whole state team championship and everything. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, t- take us through when you're on the runway. First of all, I know I know you've been jumping well in the long jump this year, but uh, that's an un- unbelievable jump, 19 feet four and a half inches. I mean that's a, that's going to place at most Division One college beats. So. Uh, how did how were you able to do that? What, what were were you feeling that you might be able to, to rip one off a big one uh, going into state? How are you feeling going in? How are you able to accomplish that? 
Um, I had just finished my 100-meter hurdles, so I came in pretty warm, and then there was a good competition in that event, and I knew going into the competition that there was going to be a lot of good competitors. And I think just going in um, competing, I think that was just the biggest thing. Um, yeah. Does that push you? I mean, having uh, being around other athletes that are ripping off big jumps too, does that push you forward? Yes, it does. I think that helps a lot with um, being able to jump farther. For sure. I, I think. I mean, I think you see that too because I think that's why, especially in the jumps, the law, you know, the horizontal and the vertical jumps, why it's so competitive right now in Montana because there's so many great uh, young athletes competing uh, at the high school level, especially in the AA. Logan Todorovic from Helena High School joining us here uh, on Nuanas now. She's a junior there at Helena. Uh, the Bengals back-to-back Class AA state champions. Uh, how about your sister's performance? Because you guys both were busy young ladies over the weekend. Uh, what did you think of Madeline stepping up? Because uh, she got herself a couple of gold medals as well. Yeah, um, I think Maddie's probably, like, the most mental tough athlete that I know. I mean, she does, like, the 300 hurdles, the 400. She does all those crazy events, too, on top of her jumping events. So I think having someone do it with me helps a lot, too, so... She was impressive. And I know uh, another young lady that's running on uh, multiple relay teams for you as well, Hazel Bishop, only a freshman there at Helena High School, and she stepped up big time, uh, winning gold in the 400 meters. So uh, how much do you think that helped? I mean, there were so many great 400-meter runners this year, so for uh, just a ninth grader to step up and win that, I mean, that's pretty big time. Yes, Hazel did really good. Um, I was very proud of her. I mean, coming into it that big of a meet as a freshman can be scary, and I think she handled it really well. Well, it seems like you guys are so dedicated uh, to the to sports in general, but but particularly track and field. I know you've been competing uh, outside of, of Montana a little bit as well. So uh, just tell people that, about that. I mean, when did you first realize you just love track and field, and what do you think of just this uh, opportunity to compete uh, outside of Montana sometimes as well? Um, I think we got, my sister and I got into the USATF stuff when we were about like 12, 11, 12 years old. And I think since then we just enjoyed running and jumping and it was just something that we could do as, with a team and individually. So, it, it is cool that that part is what I think I appreciate a lot about your guys' program right now too. I'm no, I've known Coach Zentz for a long time. You know, he used to be a sports writer, and uh, we used to work uh, sort of in in tandem there when he was at the Helena Independent Record. So, uh, go back a little bit with Jesse, but uh, I just love his philosophy too about trying to make you guys the best versions individually, but also putting a high priority uh, on the team. So you, you've mentioned that several times. Logan Todorovic here on Nuanas now, by the way. How have you been able to, to cultivate that team chemistry, though? I mean, and how important is that? Just sort of the the continuity as a team to your guys' team success. Um, I think that uh, Jesse does a really good job at, like, making our team, like, a team sport. Like, I think it's a lot different from any team I've been on. I mean, everyone on the team supports each other and is happy for each other. And I think it's something that's, like, created in our um, atmosphere. And I think it was created since Jesse began coaching. I think he does a really good job at making sure every girl who comes feels welcomed and that um, they're part of the team, even if they're not contributing, even at the state meet, because all those girls are are part of the team. Like every girl, even if they weren't at state, I mean, they won that state championship too. So, well, very cool. Uh, it's a great story. You guys are doing a great job over there. Uh, last thing for you: any big plans for the summer? Do you have any uh, upcoming track meets or any other athletic stuff coming up? Or what's going on this summer for you guys? Um, well, currently I have an injury, so I'm not able to compete in the month of June. But Maddie is going to the Nike Outdoor National Meet in Oregon. Um, and then we might go to Oregon again for the USATF Nationals in July. Well, very good. Uh, good luck. Enjoy your summer. And uh, I'm sure we'll be catching up with you uh, sometime next year. But uh, congratulations on a great close to your junior year. Logan Todorovic from uh, Helena High joining us here on Nuanas Now. Thanks for being here, Logan. Thank you so much. Uh, really impressive. I think. I mean, those young ladies, the sky's the limit. They're they're gonna go uh, compete in track and field uh, probably wherever you, they want. I mean, if you're if you're having the marks that they're having before you're even a senior, uh, but also you just have the diversity of events. It's just it's really impressive. We we mentioned. Uh, the uh, all, all the points scored there by Logan Todorovic and, of course, the, the all-class state record in the long jump. But uh, Madeline Todorovic was second in the 200 meters, third in the 400 meters, uh, wins the 300 meters. So that trifecta in itself, I mean, if you're running the 400 meters and the 300 hurdles in the same meet, 
Goodness gracious. Then you splice in a little 4x100 action, a little 4x400 action. Oh, by the way, she was also the state champion in the high jump and also uh, scored some points with a fifth-place finish in the long jump. So uh, just the, the amount of points in the very in all the different events that uh, those two young ladies can score, uh, pretty darn impressive there And Helena High. Uh, the new queens of Class AA in, in track and field, uh, back-to-back state championships for the Bengals. No one is now ESPN Radio, uh, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. A few more thoughts on, uh, by the way, thanks to Paul's Pancake Parlor for presenting Treasure State's Best all season long. We will have one final scoreboard of uh, the best high school uh, track and field marks from around the state. Uh, now that the season is complete, we'll do that uh, sometime tomorrow, probably. Rajim Seabrook also swinging by uh, tomorrow. But a couple more thoughts just on the NBA Finals. Uh, Sportsbet Montana presenting our um, NBA Finals conversation. Uh, the line tonight, uh, Nuggets between minus 8.5 and, and minus 9 is what I've seen. That that's, that's a little steep, but the Nuggets are very good at home, and they score a bunch of points at home. But, Andrew, what do you think of just those matchups we were just talking about? It, it, do you think Miami will start with Bam Adebayo on Nikola Jokic? And if so, how big of a mismatch is that? I think they have to. I think that's their best shot. And, you know, the Lakers did something really interesting in the last series where where they really started to succeed was when they actually took Anthony Davis off of Nikola Jokic and, and put Rui Hachimura on him and sort of had Anthony Davis play the free safety rim protector role. Yeah. Uh, not only is Bam Adebayo not as good at, at that as Anthony Davis, because Anthony Davis is like one of the best rim protectors in the league. For sure. Uh, so I don't think you get as much out of that strategy if you're the if you're the Heat. Um, and I also just don't think they have a really good second option on Nikola Jokic. I mean, are you going to put sure. Kev- Kevin Love has been starting? Or are you going to put him on Jokic? That's blood in the water. Yep. Uh, I I think really Bam Adebayo is 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 their best chance. But like Austin Green said yesterday, again, this is a guy who he's a modern NBA defender. He can switch. He can stay on the perimeter in front of guards. He can do all the things that you want out of a modern big man defender. Nikola Jokic takes all of your ideas of modernity, crumples them up, (laughs) he throws them in the trash. That's right. So it's not a good matchup, but I think it is the best possible matchup that the Heat are going to get. And yes, I do think they're going to start with Adebayo on Jokic. Here's what I'm doing. And, you know, I, I got the same chops as, as uh, Eric Spolstra, certainly. But here's what I'm doing if I'm the Heat. I'm denying as hard as I possibly can every single touch on the perimeter by everybody that's not Jokic. I'm putting Bam out of bio on him one-on-one, and I'm saying, don't let him shoot threes and try to keep the ball in his hands. Let's make him kill us with twos. Like, let's have Jokic shoot 35 twos, and even if he makes 20 of them, that means that's 10 less threes. Because that's where the Nuggets just get absolutely rolling when Jokic is throwing this pass to the corner and kick it out here, and all of a sudden... KCP and Michael Porter and, you know, they're the role players. They hit boom, 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 and then Jokic hits some wild fadeaway at the shot clock, and all of a sudden Denver's on a 14 nothing run, and you have no idea what just hit you. Yeah, I mean, what you want to do is is have Jokic at least work to get to the rim. He's got a huge physical advantage just in terms of, of height and weight over Bam Adebayo. Right, if he catches and everyone the, else. If he catches the <laughs> ball on the block, it's one... One spin move, he's done. He's at the basket. If you make him catch it at the high post and, and work a couple dribbles to get Bam Adebayo down into the low post, there's some things you can do there. I mean, the Heat, they're, they're a team full of good, smart, tough defenders. While he's working his way into the low post, you can have guys dig. You can have guys swipe at the ball and still recover and get back to their man and hope that he doesn't torch you too bad. I think that's the best... You know, half half solution, half chance that that the Heat have. Nuwana is now ESPN Radio uh, NBA playoff talk presented by Sportsbet Montana. Uh, but on the other side, the the, uh, the the Heat have had such uh, consistent and outstanding performances from Jimmy Butler. The Nuggets have a bunch of guys that sort of have this brand that, that have been branded as like the long limbed athletic defenders. Uh, leading, you know, mostly uh, spearheaded by Michael Porter Jr. But Jimmy Butler has made a habit of taking guys. That, if if anybody ever thought for a second you were soft, Jimmy Butler wants people to think that you're soft every second of the game. And you know, he just got done 
chewing up Jason Tatum and spitting him out. Where does Denver go there? Who do you put on Jimmy Buckets if you are the uh, if if you're the uh, Denver Nuggets? I think they're going to go with Aaron Gordon first. I think that there's going to be a, a a lot of chances for Jimmy Butler to sort of. Uh, you know, play a little mini LeBron game here and sort of pick the matchups that he wants and grind the, grind the shot clock down and try eventually to get probably Jamal Murray switched onto him. I think that's the matchup that the Heat want because I think Aaron Gordon is going to be able to do a pretty good job on Jimmy Butler. He's 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 long. He's strong. He's he's quick. Um, he's not he's not one of the best defenders in the league, but he's he's well equipped to deal with Jimmy Butler. And so are guys like Kentavious Caldwell Pope. What I think Jimmy Butler is going to try to do and what I think he's going to be able to do a little bit is I think he's going to have an advantage if he gets Jamal Murray or even if he gets Michael Porter Jr. switched on to him. I think there are going to be spaces. You know, he's going to be able to bully those guys a little bit. He's going to be able to... He's going to be able to bully everybody. I mean, he just bullied Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown or two... I mean, especially Brown is one of the better perimeter defenders in the league. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think Aaron Aaron Gordon's bigger than those guys, though. Aaron Gordon is for sure. That's the matchup, probably. Because That's the matchup that Denver wants. Yeah, and because Jimmy Butler will make sure to destroy Michael Porter Jr. Like Michael Porter Jr. already has had the reputation as being soft in the past, and Jimmy Butler will try to bring that back out. Well, and Jamal Murray, because he knows that He's going to try to destroy Jamal Murray's confidence on the defensive end because I think they know that if Jamal Murray gets things rolling, if he's feeling the confidence on the offensive end, they're just going to avalanche you. Uh, So I think he's going to try to sort of, uh, you know, peck away at at Jamal Murray, try to get him switched on to him on offense and try to, you know, try to influence his full court game by going after him on offense. NBA Finals begins tonight on ABC, 6.30, the tip uh, from Denver. Uh, game one between the Heat and the Nuggets. The Nuggets are eight-and-a-half-point favorites on Sportsbet Montana. The total set at 218-and-a-half. I think the total is just about perfect. I think I'm going to probably bet that total down a couple points, probably take it about 216-and-a-half. And, a half. and uh, I don't know about the Nuggets covering just because the Heat, the Heat are – First of all, the Heat are going to try their hardest to steal game one, and so they're not going to shut it down probably at all. That's kind of the personality of that team anyways. So, I, you know, you never want to get in a situation where you got the Nuggets covered eight and a half, and then, you know, the Heat just keep coming and they, you know, lose by six or whatever. So I'd stay away from the, the spread. Uh, the total's about right on. Uh, but I do think the Nuggets are going to win game one. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bet the um, – the Nuggets and the over in a parlay on Sportsbet Montana, proud presenter of our NBA playoff chatter pretty much every day here on Nuanas Now. From one finals to the next, the Stanley Cup finals begin on Saturday. Mike Anderson, Grizz hockey coach, calling in. He's got uh, some team camps going on right now, but still making a few minutes for us. So we'll give you a preview of Vegas versus Florida. Be fun to go to either of those cities for these games. Miami or Vegas sounds pretty darn good. Uh, all things Stanley Cup Finals next. Keep it right here. No one is now ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Every once in a while, you kind of just get stuck 
mentally, you know, you, you just got a lot of stuff to figure out. You don't know where to start, and you just spin in your wheels. And so today, I did all, you know, my work when I first got in the office. You record some sports center, the weather, you know, talked to, debriefed with some workers, some coworkers, recorded with Carolyn and she does no sports, which is coming up here in just a little while. And uh, I was like, yeah, I get, you know, you see a change of environment. Okay, so that's driving to the Y uh, to go get a workout in. And I felt inspired because uh, yesterday we had, uh, you know, at this time of year, I always feel inspired because we get to talk to so many of these young people. Our senior spotlight segment is one of my favorite things we do here at Nuana's now, highlighting some of the best uh, boys and girls senior athletes from across the state of Montana. And Weston Brown from Bozeman High School, who's on his way to Princeton, joined us yesterday. So I'm going to the gym, going to work out, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so Weston Brown, who is obviously uh, significantly more genetically gifted than me and also a significantly different body type. Like this kid runs the mile in four minutes and 10 seconds, and he runs the two mile in nine minutes and 10 seconds. So I sit, I'm sitting there going to the Y, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, I want to kind of work out outside, so maybe I'll go run outside. I'll go run, run around the baseball fields at uh, right behind the Y. Okay, sounds great. So I go back there, set my watch. I'm like, okay, I'm going to run around this baseball diamond until I've hit uh, a mile. And I want to see if I can run a mile faster than Weston Brown can run two miles. So it turns out this baseball field running around the outside of it was just about a half a mile. So I was like, okay, two laps. How long is it going to take me? <laughs> And so I tied the clock strikes zero. It's, I've been running for like 10 and a half minutes. And so the answer is, if you're wondering, not that this is any sort of surprise. In fact, this is completely predictable. But uh, Weston Brown, the state champion in the 3,200 meters, can certainly run the two mile faster than yours truly can run one mile. So there you go. Uh, I, for moments, I thought I was going to die. But uh, you got to start somewhere, I guess. I digress. It's time for some Stanley Cup finals. Uh, this is Nuanas Now. You're listening to ESPN Radio. We are back on SWX Montana Television, and we're also on the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for tuning in. Each week, we are uh, giving you analysis of and previews of what's coming up in the Stanley Cup playoffs, and now we're in the Stanley Cup finals. They begin on Saturday. The Vegas Golden Knights are the champions of the West. The Florida Panthers are the champions of the East. Here's how we got here. The Golden Knights defeated the Jets in five games, the Oilers in six games, and the Stars in six games. The, the Stars defeated uh, the Bru- excuse me, um, the Panthers defeated the Bruins in seven games, the Maple Leafs in five games, and the Hurricanes uh, in four games. So uh, that's how we got here. Vegas certainly expected maybe to be a contender out of the West. Florida not expected to be anything out of the East as the eight seed. Uh, we welcome in Mike Anderson, who's been our go-to guy to talk all things Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Mike, also the co-head coach of the Grizz hockey team. Uh, thanks for being here, Mike. Uh, how do we get here? I mean, how surprising is this? There's a lot being made right now in the national media of the Miami Heat being in the NBA Finals as the eight seed. Not as rare for it to happen in the in the NHL, but still an accomplishment for Florida. So, uh, what do you think of just the, the wild path? Where where is this playoffs rank just in terms of uh, un, unlikely results? Uh, it's got to be pretty high up there with uh, the most recently we've had teams that uh, quote-unquote deserve to be there or basically were expected to be there. Um, but if you look at the underlying numbers, Florida's not all that surprising. There are actually some people in the first round who are like upset alert on this because they had such strong underlying numbers all season. Just didn't have very good goaltending all year from Brevrovsky, and then all of a sudden he turns it on in the playoffs, and now here they are. So I think underneath um, some of their poor win-loss results in the regular season was a really strong team that just wasn't getting the goaltending that they needed. And now that he's been elite, Florida has uh, certainly ridden a hot hot wave with him. But um, it's not that it's not overly surprising when you really look at it. But as far as an eighteen making this far, it's pretty nuts. And the Knights weren't fully expected to be here either on the West. But the West was in a weird year. Uh, Colorado had a lot of injuries, and there wasn't really another team that was dominant like Boston was. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, it's a little bit surprising on both ends, but two really good teams that match up really well as well. 
Well, let's break down this matchup then. Mike Anderson joining us on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. Most of the time we do this on Wednesdays. Doing it on Thursday, though, because uh, Grizz Hockey got a lot of stuff going on. We'll get to that here in just a little while uh, as well. But um, let, let's start just with what I think is always one of the, if not the most important matchup on the ice uh, in the playoffs, and, and that's at goalie. Uh, you mentioned Florida riding a hot hand. Uh, so who do you think has the, uh, the, the upper hand when it comes to goalkeeping? Uh, Florida by a pretty significant margin. Uh, Aiden Hill has been fine. He's good. He's done really well in spots for for uh, Vegas. But Bravowski is just, when he's doing well, he's one of the best goalies in the world. And he's doing really well right now. I think his, he's making a ton of saves that he should be making. He's keeping them in games. And they're not giving up a ton of chances. It's not like they're bleeding chances and he's keeping them in it. He's making the big saves when he needs to, and he's every game that they played so far, he's been maybe one or two in these playoffs where he hasn't been great. Otherwise, he's been exceptional, and uh, Aiden Hill has been good. So I would say Florida for sure has the advantage there. How much do you think home ice will play into this? Vegas uh, has a great home ice advantage. Miami loves coming out for this kind of stuff. They have a lot of Fairweather fans, but when their teams are good, they like to show up in a big way. So uh, who do I mean? Obviously, the Knights have the home court advantage overall, having the, uh, the the four games in Vegas if this thing goes seven. But, I mean, who do you think has the better home atmosphere? I don't think it matters too much at this point in the NHL. It hasn't. I think 20 years ago it mattered a ton. Uh, rinks were actually kind of different sizes uh, back in the day. Uh, now they're all pretty much the same, and the, the game experience is pretty much the same. In fact, Sometimes the road team has the advantage because they're you know trying to play simpler. There's actually less pressure on them. Um, so I don't know. I don't think it matters too much. I would say Vegas is a way better experience. If I was trying to go to a game, I think it'd be way more fun to watch it in Vegas than Miami. But it might be more fun to be in Miami, although both these cities are pretty great places to hang out if you're into that kind of stuff. So, um, But I, I don't know. I don't think Florida has a long enough history, which is odd comparing it to Vegas, who is very short, but they've built up quite an atmosphere in the last five or six years that I think surpasses Florida for sure. So if there is any advantage, it's in Vegas. Mike Anderson here on Nuwana's now talking all things uh, Stanley Cup Finals. The Stanley Cup Finals gets underway in Vegas on Saturday night. Uh, how about just from an offensive perspective, we talked a lot about Matthew Kachuk throughout this uh, Stanley Cup playoffs uh, run. And uh, he, he certainly performed well for the Panthers, one of the leading goal scorers in the playoffs. Um, where we have with uh, these two teams, though, uh, in terms of offensive firepower? Florida has a little bit of an advantage just because of how great Matthew Kachuk has been, and they have Barkov and Duclair and Verhage and Nick Cousins and Sam Bennett. They've had and Lundell and Reinhardt. They have a pretty deep roster in that way. Um, but <clears throat> Vegas with Eichel, uh, Marcel Stone, Carlson, who's been scoring a lot, uh, they have – just as good of players. I just think Florida up front's a little bit deeper, uh, but it kind of goes in the opposite way on the, on the defensive end of things. I think Vegas has a better blue line than Florida has. So then we talked about the goalie. So honestly, in a weird way, it's kind of the eight seed. I don't know if the betting lines really show this. I'm not into the betting world, but I, you know, looking at the teams, I think Florida has, you know, should be maybe getting a better chance to win just because they have a little bit more depth a little bit more high-end depth and better goaltending, which tends to be what uh, leads to victory in the, in the playoffs is who's the, who has the better goalie, and certainly so far it's been Bobrovsky. We always talk about how big of a uh, factor momentum is during the postseason, and obviously both these teams have great momentum uh, as teams that maybe weren't uh, among the, the, the leading favorites to get to this point. Uh, but is that a factor in this? And if so, who has the greater momentum coming into the Stanley Cup Finals? I don't think so. It's been so long since the other team has played. They're not going to play until Saturday. So I think any momentum that you would have had is, is pretty much diminished at this point. Um, so I, I'm not sure that's going to play a huge part. I think Florida has a great mindset. When they interview, you know, Matthew Kachuk and different guys in that team, they're just enjoying the ride. They're having fun with it. They're in the moment. They're not overthinking it. If they keep doing that, then I think they're going to be just fine. It just depends on what Vegas' mindset is. They've been here before. They have guys from that first run they made in their expansion year that are still there. 
are they going to take it, you know, too seriously and tighten up? Or are they going to also, you know, match Florida's mindset of just being like, let's enjoy it, let's have fun, you don't get too many of these opportunities, let's get everything we got and see where it goes. And the team that uh, handles that pressure better is going to have the advantage and, you know, it might look like momentum, but it's really just a team who's not letting the moment uh, take over. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app talking all things Stanley Cup Finals. Mike Anderson, uh, head coach of the Grizz hockey team, joining us uh, here on Nuanas now. How about coaching? How much of a factor do you think coaching will play, and does either side have a coaching advantage? Uh, two very experienced coaches. I like Bruce Cassidy more than I like Paul Maurice. I think um, Paul, I was a little disappointed in the Florida hire, which obviously looking, you know, this moment looks like people who were are way off, but um, he's been doing it for a long time. He's had a lot of success, Uh, but I just like when you read Bruce Cassidy quotes, his approach to it uh, far more analytical and thoughtful. Uh, I think Maurice is already evolving towards that way, but I, I really like Bruce Cassidy. I think he's a better coach, but at this point, it doesn't really matter. It's not like football or basketball where you're making these adjustments in game it's really hard to break patterns of play this late in the year so vegas is going to do what they do and florida's going to do what they do and there's not really too much you can do at this point you just hope that your processes are are stronger and better well by the time we talk again we'll have at least uh probably two if not three uh, of the games uh, under our belts the stanley cup playoffs begin at 6 p.m on saturday you catch the first game on TNT, and then the second matchup from Vegas comes on Monday, also at 6 p.m., and uh, then Thursday, June 8th, is when the first game in Florida will be, so th- there'll be a little bit more space between games than we have had. So we'll probably have a couple more of these Stanley Cup uh Playoffs and now Stanley Cup Finals segments. We appreciate uh, Mike Anderson, the uh, head coach of the Grizz hockey team, for joining us to break it all down. Uh, anything worth uh, mentioning when it comes to the Grizz hockey front? I know you're uh, in the midst of camps right now, so uh, w- what's going on with you guys over there, Grizz hockey? Yeah, so starting last Friday, we had, or last Saturday, we had, you know, 30, 25, 30 kids come from all over the U.S. and Canada to come down for a prospects camp. We did that over three days, and that a really good time, a three-on-three tournament, got some really great commits and some, some leads on some guys we're pretty excited about to build up for next year and the years in the future. And then uh, starting Tuesday, we started our little Grizz camp where we have mites to peewees out there skating around and having a really good time doing different stations and games. And anyone from BAM to high school listening tonight from 8 to 9, we have a little uh, scrimmage session with some Grizz players and older guys. So if you're interested in that, head to our website to sign up. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun after Friday. Rink shuts down, and so things change a little bit for us, but it's all about just getting ready for next season. GrizzHockey.com if you want to find out more. Mike Anderson joins us each week to talk all things Stanley Cup playoffs. Thanks for being here, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. See you, Colter. I have no idea in terms of uh, who to to pick as a favorite or what I think is going to happen in this Stanley Cup Finals. I have been watching a fair amount of it. It's incredibly fast-paced sport. It's almost like mind-bending to try to watch on television. I really do think to to uh, truly appreciate hockey, you got to go see it live because it, it's spectacular on uh, television, but also you miss so much of the action because they're always following the puck. So much of what happens is behind the puck. But anyways, uh, I don't know. I think it's a, a very unpredictable uh, Stanley Cup Finals. I think it'd take a, a crazy effort for the Heat to actually win the championship in the NBA. I think the Nuggets are overwhelming favorites in the finals for the NBA. But I have I don't know who the favorite is in this, even though it's an eight seed in the Florida Panthers. Uh, they I mean they beat the best team in NHL history in the Boston Bruins. So uh, hard to say they're not one of the favorites. But Golden Knights have been red hot as well. So it should be fun to watch it all play out. No, it's now ESPN Radio. ESPN coming. To the big sky times two next football season. We'll break it down next. Don't change the dial. 1029 ESPN Radio. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. 
I had this realization yesterday that we've never played Stevie Wonder on this show, and then I wondered how the hell that had happened. Stevie Wonder is certainly uh, one of my all-time favorite musical artists, especially that run he had in the early 70s. is just, it's just unbelievable. So, you know, if I get stuck on some Stevie here in the next couple weeks, uh, I mean, I'd like to say I apologize, but, but I don't because I think that everybody will share in the enjoyment. So a uh, little Stevie Wonder here. Uh, Coming back on your Thursday. What's up, everybody? Nuana's now ESPN Radio. We'll talk about this a little bit more tomorrow and more in depth, but I've got to give you at least the news of the day. The Big Sky Conference struck a new TV deal before last season with Scripps, uh, but there's also some ability for ESPN to pick up some games, and uh, there's also then sort of this weird detail with streaming onto ESPN Plus as well. So there's a, a lot of convoluted stuff going on, but the parts that you care about is that the games are on television and what games are on what channels. Uh, that's always something, you know, every Saturday I get texts from everybody thinking I'm the TV guy. Coulter, what, what channel's the game on? How do I get the game? Uh, you know, and, and happy to help however I can. But these games will be pretty easy to find. On October 14th, Montana will play at Idaho, a much-anticipated rematch. The Vandals came to Missoula and beat the Grizzlies, which started a tailspin for Montana in which they lost three in a row and went from true national championship contender to a team that had to fight their way back into the playoffs. And uh, so that will be just the matchup itself is big time, but then uh, it'll be at 7.30 Pacific time on ESPN2. So uh, late-night action, big sky after dark. Uh, but that'll be cool for both Montana and Idaho. The Kibbe Dome should be rocking, uh, so that'll be fun. And then the next weekend, another ESPN2 spotlight, Montana State and Sacramento State, the co-defending Big Sky Conference champions, will play each other at Hornet Stadium. That one also kicks at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, and it is also broadcast uh, on ESPN2. So uh, national television during the regular season. Uh, those are two of the more anticipated regular season games coming up. So... Um, should be fun to follow, especially if those two, if all those all four of those teams play well early to get to that point. Uh, you know, and they have national ranking. Like right now, all four of those teams na- are ranked in the uh, the national preseason uh, top twenty right now. You know, including the Cats and, and Idaho in the top ten. So if they can hold those rankings, that'd be pretty pretty sweet, pretty good exposure for the Big Sky Conference. Snow is now ESPN Radio, uh, SWX by Ted Television, and the ESPN MT app. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Carolyn, the chicken doesn't know sports. Plus, Jeff Safford to tackle a little Paddleheads baseball. All of it next. Don't change the dial, 102.9 ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 